Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to another episode of Relevance for today. Thank you all for tuning in. This is your first time listening to one of the shows. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, also, if you want to watch the TV shows, you can head over to kingdomcommunity.tv and you can watch the shows for free. Just go to shows, look up Stephen Lewis, and you'll be able to access all my free content, all the TV shows right there, but also while you're there, please do me a favor and check out the other ministers and ministries. There's some great teachings and equippings right there online for free. Hey, with that being said, I want to do something special today. I want to open up with the most amazing, powerfulest story in the world. I want to share that with you today. And, uh, you know, every once in a while you listen to some ministers of old and they'll tell you straight up, listen, you get up in front of the congregation, you open your Bible and you preach from the word of God. You read the word of God. That's it. Let it resonate. Drop the mic. (laughs) So I thought, you know what? I should do a few episodes where I'm just reading out of the word of God with a little bit insert, but reading out of the word of God. So you can hear the word of God for yourself if you haven't read it before. And for those of you who have not read it, I want to encourage you to get in the word. Remember, Bible, the acronym, of course, it's made up by man, the acronym is, but basic instruction before leaving earth. I love it. So you know what? I'm going to read about the account of creation. Genesis 1. Here we go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And of course, the Spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? God said, and it happened. Powerful. Powerful, powerful. This is also the New Living Translation, by the way, also known as the NLT. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas, and God saw it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came, and that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees 
with seed-bearing fruit, their seeds produce plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. I love that passage of Scripture. And what's cool about that passage of Scripture is it goes to show you God's creative imagination. Think about it. You can grow a field of corn off of one kernel. How do you do that, Steve? You plant that one kernel. It grows into a corn stalk. That corn stalk produces corn. You take that same corn that just was produced, you dry it out, you start the process again, except now you don't have one seed, you have the entire stalk of corn seed from that one stalk you grew. You take that seed, you plant it all. Now you've got a bigger batch of corn and the process goes on and on and man does not have to make anything to make it happen. A kernel of corn. And just as the word says, the land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produce plants and trees of the same kind. They didn't plant corn and a peach tree grow. You know what I mean? Continuing on with verse 13. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day, the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. Amen. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. To be like us. What does that mean, to be like us? Well, I'll tell you what it means. It means that the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and the Son, Jesus Christ, they were all together during the creation. You can even double check that in the book of John where it talks about Jesus being the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word is God. So once again, right there, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, 
and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right there, verse 27. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, right there, God created them, male and female. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your good, for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life, and that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work. This is the account of creation of the heavens and the earth. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Such a powerful passage of scripture. Genesis chapter 1. I tell you what, folks. In the beginning, God said, God created. And I want to go back to a couple things in there. One of them being where he talks about, then God said, look, I have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry along the ground. God's original plan was for the animals to eat the fruit from the trees, the seed-bearing plants throughout the earth. That was supposed to be the food for all the wild animals and every green plant. Does that make any sense? So you might be thinking right now, what, Steve, what's the big deal? Okay, great. He made plants. Yes, there's animals that eat plants. But listen to that again. This is verse 29 and 30. This is how you get into the word and you study it and you learn from it. And I want to encourage you all, as I've done many times, to be like the Bereans in the book of Acts. They went and they listened to the apostles' teachings, but then they said, okay, sounds good. Now I'm going to go home and I'm going to take everything that you just taught and I'm going to go through the scriptures to see if it all aligns with the word of God. That's what I want you guys to do as well. But I'm going to read those verses again and break it down. Then God, so this is verse, this is Genesis 1, verses 29 and 30. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and all, and the small animals that scurry along the ground everything that has life and that is what happened this is before the fall of man this is before adam and eve sinned when adam sinned in the garden of eden he gave up his birthright 
he gave up his authority on the earth that God had originally given him. When that authority was broken, the entire cycle was broken. When's the last time you've seen a cheetah, a lion, a tiger eating green vegetables, eating green plants instead of eating meat? They weren't supposed to be eating each other. Animals weren't even supposed to be killing other animals. Says it right there. I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals. Every green plant for the lion. Every green plant for the tiger. I'm just, I'm emphasizing on this. This isn't in the Bible about every green plant and then listing an animal. I'm breaking down the animals for you. So you'll actually look at this passage and go, oh my gosh, Steve, you've got a point, man. I never thought about it that way. It's like, yeah, every green plant as food for the cheetah. Every green plant as food for the baboon. Every green plant as food for the alligator. Alligators weren't supposed to be sitting there waiting on gazelles to go walking through the water so they could chomp on them. They're supposed to be eating green plants. It's supposed to be harmony, just like the Garden of Eden the plentiful garden before Adam and Eve were tempted by Satan. That's what it was supposed to be like. Peace, tranquility, love, fellowship with our Heavenly Father. That's what it was supposed to be. Worship, honoring, loving on one another. Until that fallen angel, Lucifer, Satan, came in and had to do his bidding and pretty much trick Eve and Adam into eating that fruit, which was not an apple, but that's okay. They still bit something. They bit the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So I just wanted to share that part with you. I wanted to break that a little bit down for you just so you get an idea. And uh, it's really important, folks. The same time, that opening is so beautiful. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty. The darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. God created this world. Don't stand in your house and look around. Don't step out in the street and look around. Don't look around in the city. You need to drive out somewhere where there's green grass, drive out somewhere where there's some beautiful trees, drive out somewhere where there's water, Take a look and see. Sit by the water. Go to a stream. Oh my goodness. Go by a babbling brook where the water's just flowing over the rocks and you can just hear the birds, bees buzzing, the birds chirping. Listen to the real creation. The real creation isn't like where I'm at right now where I'm sitting in a car. I don't know if you can hear much, but I'm going to open the door. You could hear a car or two passing by. Um, motorcycles going, uh, store doors opening, things like that. But actually go to a location where you can actually hear nothing created by man. Sit back, listen, watch, observe God's creation. It's free. You don't have to have a cable. You don't have to have a plug-in. You don't have to have a wire. You don't have to have anything. You don't need Wi-Fi to take a look and see what God created. 
get in your vehicle, get on your bicycle, put on your shoes and just walk and go find a place that has nothing man-made around and look around and see what God has made. Amen. You know, saying that is funny. We're talking about the creation. Uh, my wife, when she was a nurse, or well, she's still a nurse, but she's not in nursing at the moment, as many of you know. But my wife said she met a gentleman that she took care of in the nursing home. And his motto was for his diet, if man made it, leave it. If God made it, eat it. Amen. Same thing, you know. Step away from the man-made stuff. Put your phone down. Turn it off. Or leave it on if you have to wait for the message from the children or whatever it might be. But my encouragement is today from this portion that I've read from Genesis chapter 1, I want you to go take your phones, turn them off, silence them or whatever, Go drive, go bike ride, go walk somewhere where there's no man-made items, things anywhere except for whatever you use to transport yourself to that location. Sit down, listen, and see, and feel, and smell. Use your senses, except for taste. You don't need to be tasting any trees or anything like that. <laughs> But at the same time, my point is, I want you to take the time to take in and taste and see that the Lord is good. Look at his creation. Look at the trees. Look at the sky. Watch how you can look up at the sky at clouds. And as the clouds go past, your imagination will go wild as you start seeing different things in the clouds, like faces, shapes, things of that nature. Watch the pattern of the birds that just fly around. They don't have a care in the world. They are always fed. They're clothed. They just exist and enjoy their day they take care of their young they live in the trees they have a nest it's just look at everything you may see an occasional deer or a moose go past if you see a bear run but <laughs> you get my point i want to encourage you to take in god's creation so you can go back to the basics and remember in the beginning god created read genesis chapter 1 wherever you go bring your bible don't bring your phone because if you bring your phone to your secret or private location you're going to end up getting a message and you'll be getting on the phone and you'll be talking and you'll be distracted take a bible take a devotional go to a location where it's all natural and taste and see that the lord is good hey with that being said let's go ahead and pray so Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message today with my encouragement for folks to get into your word, for folks to read how the beginning started, creation, the account of creation, you speaking and it existing, for the Holy Spirit hovering, for Jesus right there with you. I thank you for what you've done for us. I thank you for your creations. I thank you for allowing me to live in your world. Thank you for that. Lord, I pray for all my listeners and watchers that they'll take the time to do this exercise, to step out and go and see and feel and enjoy your creation. And I thank you for this opportunity to share this message. 
blessings on each and every individual. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. I truly hope you'll be encouraged. It's a blessing to be able to share these messages with you folks. As we come up on almost 240 episodes, I thank you all for being there and listening to all of them. Thank you. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Be sure to share the messages. Don't forget Apple Podcasts to leave a comment. Give me three or four or five stars, whatever you want to give me. And it helps bump my podcast shows up in the charts. Relevance for today podcast show, Spiritual Spotlight podcast show. Check that out as well on any podcast app. Thank you. Love you. Appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.